Hello, Minnesota Twins fans, and welcome to episode 15 of Minnesota Twins Chat. I am your host, Troy Larson, and joining me here tonight is my dad. His name is Craig Larson. How's it going tonight? Real good, Troy. How about yourself? Well, I'm doing great. Uh, we are here to celebrate the Twins winning the American League Central. Uh, they clinched last Friday in a game where we won 8-6 to six over the Los Angeles, over the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. And the uh, thing that I that had me worried at the end there was the play that Julian made to end the game, but he did. But he was able to throw for the runner out at first. Uh, it sounded like to me, from the way Chris Atterbury described the uh, the uh, play, that Julian might have bobbled the ball briefly, and it sounded like it was un it was a off balanced throw to first base. Uh, what are your what are your what are your recollections of it? That's exactly the way it was. I mean, I I saw it too, and he did kind of juggle the ball for a little bit, but his, his throw is on target, so um, he did okay. At least he made the play. At least he made the play, and you know, and the Twins were able to celebrate winning the American Week Central Division for the first time since two thousand twenty. And now the big question is, who are we going to face in the postseason? Well, there's actually two big questions. Who are we going to face in the postseason? And what is the roster going to look like? Which one do you think we should take, should we touch on first? Well, we, let's do the post the postseason, who we're, who we're going to be facing. Well, it's going to come down between probably more likely three teams. Unless the Texas Rangers somehow really falter these last four games. Uh, they are currently playing Seattle as we speak. But I, you know, the, the Twins did have a shot at being the number two seed, but there would have had been a lot of things to go their way. And one of the things was they had to win out. And unfortunately, they lost earlier today. Two to one to the Oakland Athletics, so that's so being a number two, the beam a number two seed is going to be out. So now it's going to be who will we face in the wild card uh, series? Will be happening at Target Field next, starting on Tuesday. Will be the Houston Astros. Will be the Seattle Mariners. Will be the Toronto Blue Jays. There are still some things left to be decided until the end of the season. And it's, I I don't know, but, but I also wonder too, Dad, if a roster is going to be based upon who we face. And the, and the, the one thing I read is, you know, Houston, they have three good left-handed hitters in their starting lineup. Michael Brantley, uh, Kyle Tucker, and that uh, Alvarez. Um, so then you might want to have an extra lefty in your bullpen, or have an extra left-handed reliever in your bullpen. So, so uh, it's there's a lot of things up in the air right now, Dad. And I I think who we have on the roster 
it might be contingent on who we face starting next Tuesday for this round. Yes, I I think that possibly could be true. Um, I think that the number of players that you know you're talking about is it's not all that many, but it could affect some guys who you may think are going to be on the roster. And the left the left handed thing might have some bearing, but all it be is like adding one more left handed pitcher possibly. You, and obviously, it's in the bullpen too, isn't it? Yep, it'll and, be in a bullpen. Um, I mean, your your starting rotation is going to probably be. Uh, Pablo Lopez, Sonny Gray, and Joel Ryan for for this three game series, and you're yep, and they're gonna have Kenta Maeda in the bull, <laughs> Kenta Maeda in the bullpen, and I and he actually has a good track record as a reliever when he played for Dodgers in the uh, uh postseason. Uh, I don't know what his stats are, but I do recall when he first was signed, when he when we first traded for him, that he had been successful as a as a reliever for the Dodgers in the postseason. So, and the way, the way it looks right now, the Twins could have potentially three piggyback options in the bullpen, being that you're going to have Louis Varwin, um, you're going to have Chris Paddock, and you're going to have Kenty Maeda. Now, Paddock might be a little bit up in the air yet. You know, he did he, he did pitch fine for one inning, but then he kind of faltered the second inning he pitched yesterday where he allowed four batters in a row to reach. But, you know, I, I, I'm sure what's going to happen is the how some of these players pitch this weekend in Colorado is going to have a bearing on who will be on your final postseason roster as far as your pitchers. Now they had the hitters. That might be a little bit more up in the air. Because right now you got Royce Lewis, Carlos Correa, they were both injured last week in Cincinnati. Carlos Correa had the the plantar fasciitis. That actually tore in his foot, in his uh, left foot. So um, and now that's actually going to help relieve the pain that he's been experiencing that he's been experiencing all season. So, meanwhile, Royce Lewis he has a left hamstring, but he has to rehab. So he'll be staying back too. But there was some talk that Cray might go to Colorado with the club, but now they're going to keep him back here and have him have him partake in simulation games. With uh, Royce Lewis and Byron Buxton and Joey Gallo and Nick Punto. Now, I'm not going to suggest all these hitters are going to be coming back, but I think more than likely Royce Lewis will be back, and Car and, and for sure Carlos Correa will be back. Yeah, um, I was looking at this. Who's the? Uh, I'm trying to see this guy's name. As you probably know who he is, something I just got saw today. Um, is the uh, Twins beat writer? You know what I mean. Young Ho Parkers, right? Uh, yeah, whatever his name is. Yes. Young Park. Well, he had something in here too, um, as far as his thinking about the uh, playoff roster, and he said, "Let's consider the following players to be to be locks for the first round." There are Pablo Lopez, Sonny Gray, Joe Ryan, Kenta Maeda, Joan Duran, Brock Stewart, Griffin Jacks, 
uh, Emilio Pagan, Caleb Theobar, and Louis Varlin, which I think is 10 players. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, that's 10, pit- 10 pitchers. And then the hitters are Vasquez and Jeffers and Kirloff and Solano, Julian, uh, Crea, uh, Polanco, Farmer, Castro, Walner, Michael A. Taylor, and and Kepler. So you'd have 22 right there. Um, which which leaves you four roster four, spots. Yep, uh, okay. And then you question like Chris Paddock, would he have a chance of being on? That's a possibility. And then he mentioned if yes, Paddock would get a spot, obviously. And if no, it could be possibly Winder, Keigel, or less likely uh, Jorge Alcala. Okay. Yeah, I don't think Jorge Alcala will be on your first-round team. I don't either. And then another possibility, but if you need a leather lefty, is if it would be a Keigel or Funderburg, probably, one of the two, because of the same thing you said about Michael Brantley, Kyle Tucker, and, and Alvarez, if they should face Houston in the first round because they're three, three pretty good left-handed hitters. Then he was mentioned about the position players, which would be possibly Royce Lewis, Byron Buxton, Andrew Stevenson, or Jordan Luplo. I don't think Luplo would be on the team myself, but I might be wrong. Well, uh, I think, you know, if you have uh, 11 pitchers and 15 position players, you know, I actually do see a scenario where you bring both Correa and Lewis back, which those two I think are the most likely to be returning. Yeah. And then you, and then you have Andrew Stevenson on the team as well as a pinch running option. That'd be a possibility. But the, the one thing, thing I saw from the very beginning was, you know, the pitchers he mentioned and also possibilities of who else might make the team. And I went through the pitcher. I went looked another time. It's like, where'd Bailey, Bailey Ober's name go off to? He isn't on that. Which no. Is, which, I, I don't unless he just omitted it or it was intentionally. He never mentions his name in the whole, the, uh, whole article. Well, Bailey Ober will be on the team. You can, you know, you especially said about that piggyback stuff too. Bailey Ober will be on the team before, you know, some of these other guys that they mention. Which other guys are we talking about? Well, he probably would be on the team before Louis Varland. You think he might be on there before Louis Varland? I don't know. I, I, I actually think, you know, I, I'd kind of forgotten about Bailey Bailey Ober, but you know, Bailey, for for a reason. But you know, Bailey Ober, you know, he has been on the team, you know, for most of the season. Yep. You know, I don't know. You know, he was a major a contra- He was a major contributor to, pitched, where, to where the Twins are at. And he pitched well his last time. He his last start too, didn't he? Yeah. Or are we so concerned about his innings count that we don't want to? Uh, the funny thing is, you don't this this guy. And of course, he's not a Twins um, manager or coach. But he doesn't. His, his name Ober's name is not mentioned in this whole thing, which is shocking. Yeah, and to say about Winder ahead of Ober, well, that isn't going to happen. You know, Winder was not here. Well, I mean, he was here. Somebody wasn't here that yeah. much, that much. So, if, I mean, in reality, in my mind, Ober's name would be on that team, that that list the 10, 10 guys. You have eleven right there. That's what I would say. Then you pick whatever you're going to have for pitchers. Whether you're going to have what thirteen or I can't imagine they're going to have fourteen pitchers, not in the first round. I don't know if he means 13 is first I don't. Round. I don't either. Um, and as far as position players, you know, keeping the Funderburg, he's pitched okay most of the time, but how many times, how many outings has he had? Like six? I, I, don't, I don't know. I never kept track, but yeah, he didn't, 
Something like that. He doesn't have that many outings. Would you would you possibly keep if you had to keep another lefty, would you keep uh Keigel ahead of him? Well, with experience being a being a thing you'd keep in mind, yes, you would keep Keigel ahead of him, but uh you know, Keigel, he hasn't pitched a full season. No. And then as far as the position players, is it just Lewis Buxton of the main guys, and I mean, and I mean, you have Nick Gordon. Well, he isn't going to, he, he will not be on the team, I don't think. And I think I ref, might have referred to him as Nick Punto. I think, I think you did. <laughs> With the piranhas floating around your head? <laughs> and Stevenson? Possibly. I don't see Luplo being be on the playoff team. I just don't see it. Yeah. Um, I think if Buxton is hit, is healthy enough to be on it. I mean, it sounds like that workout he had the other day went really well. Um, and even our manager even said after that, these there's still a chance of him playing center field yet too. Yeah, he can. He, I thought at one time they had ruled that out, but it sounds yeah. like now that if he's healthy, which I agree with, he should be playing center field. You know, I'm wondering if he. I wonder if the Twins have taken a major public hit for saying that he can't play in center field. Well, I'm, it, I mean, it may not major public hit, but there's been a backlash from the Twins fan base. You know, we have, you know, we have said this all along on the podcast. Yep. That he should be playing a center field. If he's healthy, I think he should be. Um, you know, what has been his most recent injury? His, his most recent injury. That has kept him out. It's a leg injury, isn't it? Well, um, it was a knee injury. Well, that, but... Um, knee soreness. Yeah. Well, if he's healthy enough to, to to run the bases, meaning like just be a DH, he certainly should be healthy enough to play center field, too. Yeah, well, the injury he, he's coming back from is initially was a hamstring. Yep. So. So, uh, it, it'll... And the, the thing of it is that I think they're kind of trying to be... I don't know if the word secretive is right or if they just... Don't want to show their hand yet. I don't know that. As far as him being on the team, you know, sure as heck hope that Royce Lewis is going to play. If you don't have Royce Lewis or Buxton, either one of them on the team, well, then you're going to see guys like Stevenson and uh, Luplo on the team. And well, and there, there may be a possibility where you could still see Correa. Yeah, I mean Lewis, Buxton on the team. And then you have. Maybe one of those other guys that you had read up before mid article is not on a team. That's true. I don't know who that guy would be though. Julian? No, I think he'll be on it. I know I, I know that you and I have have discussed Julian and both Julian and Walner. Yes. And and um and you wonder about, you know, you know, you, you wonder if maybe they, they shouldn't be on the team because of how much they strike out. But, you know, the, the other fact is they have, you know, they have hit, they have hit a lot of home runs, too. Yeah, but so, that'll be a, an interesting th- thing. You know, if somehow it's going to be dependent, I think, on Bucks and me on the team because if Bucks is on the team and, those, and, and uh, Royce Lewis is back, too, in my mind, 
you can you 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 can pick the players as one or one of two catchers. Then you would have Kirloff, and I would certainly play Polanco at second base ahead of Julian because he's a much better fielder and he's an experienced player and he and he is he seems to be hitting the ball pretty well right now. Obviously, Cray would be playing shortstop, and if Lewis is back, he'd be your third baseman. Then your outfield, in my mind, would be Kepler, Buxton, and probably either uh, Michael A. Taylor or Willie Castro playing left field. It would not be Walner. But then now who's your DH? The DH? That could be somebody like Walner or maybe Julian. I don't know that. That's you know kind of what you're left with, I think. I don't. You know, I, and don't forget about Kyle Farmer either. It's going to. I think it's going to depend on and uh, Donovan Solano. You know, if they're facing left-handed pitcher, it's, it's not going to be a left-handed batter who's a DH. That will not happen. No. And obviously, Solano and Farmer both are much more experienced players. And Solano's probably been the, one of the most consistent players in that team is, with his hitting this year. And it seems as though his Farmer seems to be hitting, playing pretty well right now. So. Now we're now we're on the subject of uh, offense. Yep. Does it surprise you the Twins don't have any like ninety plus RBI hitters or hmm. 30, 30 home run guys? Yep. I had mentioned that before. I don't think any of the Twins has more than the low sixties for RBIs, and that's I think it's Correa. I think that Kepler's right behind him. I think. Yep. And the the interesting thing is, is Royce Lewis have fifty RBIs? He does, doesn't he? I. Yep, he's he's if he's not very yet, he's got to be real close. Yeah, I, yeah, he he hasn't played anywhere near as much as those other guys have. So, yeah, I I, I hope Bryce Lewis is back because they need him. You know, four four grand slams is a lot for a rookie in one season. Yep, he just you know he seems to be when the, when it's a a big situation, he seems to come through more often than not. Do you think he has the possibility of winning rookie of the year? He'll get votes. I don't think he's played enough. That's the only problem. I don't, and I don't know who the offhand who are some of the top rookies. Do you? Not offhand, but I, you know that uh, rookie pitcher on Cleveland. Although he didn't pay, pitch at the end of the year, he he was a rookie, wasn't he? I can't think of Bybee, BB. Yeah, but 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 I yeah, but I think he might have been injured recently. He was. Yep. Like he has ten wins, doesn't he? Yep, I think he has a pretty decent record. So, um, well, uh, Witt on Kansas City is not a rookie, is he? No. If he was, he'd probably be in the running. Nope, nope, he's not a rookie this year. I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm not as familiar for rookie class this year for whatever reason. No, I'm not either. Because you haven't heard much about most of them. I uh, mean, I mean, what I can tell you is the National League Rookie of the Year could possibly be somebody from Arizona. Okay. Their their center fielder, uh, Corbin uh, Carroll. Okay. So that's an, that's the name I'm kind of watching, but I, yeah. but there's others in the National League that you you could consider. So, uh, and another guy we didn't you you mentioned his name was Chris Paddock, who came back and pitched. When was it? A day or two ago? His yeah, first he pitched, time? yeah, he pitched on Tuesday, I think. Yeah, no, he, no, no, it was Wednesday, I think. His first inning went well, the second inning not so much. So I, right now, if he's 100% healthy, I could see him being on there, but, you know, he hasn't really had a chance to, to, you know, more than one outing. You know, and he hasn't pitched in, what, a year and a half? Nope. 
So that one remains to be seen. I think that if he was healthy and he had a chance to show you know show more than he was, I think there's probably a real good chance he'd probably be on the the roster ahead of maybe somebody. You know who that would be? That's hard to say. Right now, I don't think he'd be on the thing in the first round. No, I don't think so either. Not personally, I don't know. You know, as we have said before, you just don't know. No, that's true. And so much is dependent on some of these guys being whether or not they're uh, healthy enough to play. And I don't mean just roll them out in the field. I mean healthy enough to play and play well. If they all are, then it'll become pretty interesting. Yep, it'll become interesting. So, yep. Um, should we kind of touch on what's left to be decided in the playoffs? Sure. Sure. And then we can maybe wrap it up. Um, yep. So, so far in the playoffs, American League, we have the Baltimore Orioles clinched their first American East title this evening. Uh, they uh, beat Boston. And then the American League Central, the, the American League Central is, it's the Twins. American League West is up for grabs. And I think we're going to circle back, circle back to that in a minute here. And then the National League, the Atlanta Braves have clinched. The Los Angeles Dodgers have clinched. And if the Milwaukee Brewers haven't clinched, clinched the National League Central, they're very close. They have. They are in. Okay. And the Phillies are in now, too, as the first wild card team, too. Yep. So... We have eight of the 12 teams left. I mean, uh, already decided. Right. What's yet to be decided is the American League West. Yep. And the American League wild card, um, the second and third spots. And then the National League, the second and third spots in the wild card. Yep. And I don't know if you just, you just mentioned the thing. I'm just looking right now at the current standings, and we'll take the American League first. Uh, Toronto's 88 and 71. Uh, Houston's 87 and 72. They're trailing Texas by two and a half games. Seattle's 85 and 73. Um, yeah, well, first of all, you think that Houston or Seattle are going to catch Texas? And you said that Seattle plays Texas these last three games? Um, four games, including tonight. Four games. I'm going to catch that score here real quick, see what we got going. I know right before we first started our show, and the score is still the same. It's 2-1 to one in the bottom of the sixth, Texas leading. Um, so, and they have, who's batting here? Uh, Seattle's got a guy in second place, base with one out. So, so in in the bottom of the sixth, in the bottom of the sixth. So, um, if that's so, Texas winning two to one. If that score holds, uh, Texas will be three and a half up on Houston, and they will clinch the American League West. If, if I remember correctly, um, they would end up they would end up being ninety and sixty nine. They they only have three games left then, right? Yep, three games left. So they'd be, yep, they'd be they'd be three ahead of Houston then. Three, yeah, you're right. Three ahead. Yeah, I don't, I don't. If they have the tiebreaker over Houston, it's over. 
that one I don't know the answer to. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that topic. And I was looking at some of that tonight, but I just can't remember remember all the ties, you know, the tiebreakers yeah. and stuff. But so then you would be left with. Well, Houston, Houston is eighty. Okay, there, there. Houston is a game behind with Toronto, and Seattle is two. Well, two games behind Toronto. So Toronto has a real good shot of making it. I don't know who they play in their last series. I believe it's Tampa. Okay. All right. So. And and uh, Houston and Seattle play each other, right? Yep. So those are the two series Houston, remaining. And, well, well, actually, it's Houston. No, it's Texas and Seattle playing. Yep. Okay, yep. And then Houston will be playing Arizona. Now, Arizona's going to have something to play for, too. Yep, let's go back to that. I just saw Arizona lost today, too, to the Cubs. I just saw that. Arizona's got 75 losses. Oh, Cubs have 77. Whatever happened to them? They went off, they fell off a cliff. And Miami's got 76 losses. So Miami, so Miami is now, if the season was, if the playoffs were to, were to start, would probably, what would be a third wild card? Yeah, it's looking like that. Yep. Now, did Miami, did they play tonight or not? They would have had to, I think, basically see it here. They finish out with, the Pittsburgh tomorrow. They're supposed to be at the Mets today. Has that game rained out? I have no idea. I'm going to have to take a look here. Yeah, because, you know, they, you know, there's only Monday to to make up games. Okay. So if you need to make up a game. No, Miami. Oh, it's in the, the delay right now. Uh, uh, <laughs> that game was that game in New York. Yeah, it was. Um, it's in. The, yeah, well, if, if it was in Miami, they would have had. You know, they they would have played in their dome stadium. Oh, that's true too. Yep. Or whatever retractable roof. Trying to find out here what inning we're in. Okay, it's uh eighth. So it's uh, so it's a official game. Uh, it's and. Official game, rubber. I don't know why they aren't showing the runs they the scored in any in the inning. That one I don't quite follow, like they normally do. I don't think it's even showing that it was. It's a delayed. Just a delay. at City Field. Hmm. This is bizarre. Good question. I do not know. The eighth is done. And see one point one. I think Miami is is batting in the ninth inning. They must be. And then the so, game is delayed. Yeah, the only way I can really see much is by adding the innings up because Chicago's. I mean, the Mets pitchers have pitched eight and during the eight and two thirds, and Miami pitchers have pitched eight so far. So Mets are going to have another shot at it whenever they whenever the finish of this game is. Or they might have to. Finish on Monday. I don't know. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, it is an an official game. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I wonder when they, I wonder when Miami scored their their run. <laughs> I guess there's no official game though. But so it's one nothing. 
Yeah, they scored their their leading run in the top of the ninth inning, and I can't tell that because they don't show the the line score. I was you know runs per inning. What? This, this is a goofy Yahoo, so not a big surprise. <laughs> um, it says delayed. Is there any other place I could find that out? Uh, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. Why we have sports sites will probably have it. ESPN. Okay. Maybe I don't know. You know, I don't know how we do all those all those data things on the internet. Neither so. Do I. That game obviously is is pretty important. Yeah, as far as what's going to happen. See here, standings, schedule. We're on right now. MLB or ESPN. Uh. Hmm. Why don't you go to the MLB website if you can't find the story quickly here? I just don't understand why they don't show the the thing by the any by inning. On uh it's not on ESPN, I don't see it on there either. Huh. I don't know. Obviously right now, as far as we know, it's in rain delay and Miami's ahead two to one. Oh, it's two to one. Yeah. So that's, that's the last I saw on there. Well, I don't know, you know it you know, Cincinnati might have an outside shot, but I don't I think it's minimal at best. They, yep, I think so they've too. Kind of, they've kind of tanked. You know, I actually like that team a lot. Yeah, you know, they just, got a couple of for, former Twins. Not you know, they're farm people on the team, which is kind of neat to watch. Yep, and Spencer Steer might be in running for Rookie of the Year too in the National League. So yep. So, but you know what? We'll we'll talk about the uh, postseason awards from some other show. Um, yep. So. Do you think that's about that's gonna do it for this episode? Yeah, I think it's about a wrap. Yeah, we don't have a lot to say on here, just that we wanted to kind of give you up today on the twins season. Um what we'll do is we're gonna play by ear. And if we get if we're able to do an episode in October, it's maybe sometime around the ALCS or World Series of uh, talking about the twins. If you know, if we get that far, we will. Otherwise, don't expect anything till no Probably early November. How does that sound, Dad? Unless you want to do on Monday night a playoff preview once they know everybody is in there. Uh, by that time, we will probably have a good good idea who the Twins player is going to be, too. Yep. So, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, why don't we uh, end the show tonight, and then um, we'll... See if we want to do a show Monday night. How's that sound? Sounds good. So long. That does it for this episode of Minnesota Twins Chat. That was my dad, Craig Larson. I am Trey Larson. Um, it's not set in stone if we're going to do a show Monday night, but I'll tell you what. This is uh, what I want you to do. Subscribe to however you listen to this podcast, wherever it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, Spotify, I know you can listen to it on Alexa-enabled devices. It's it's on TuneIn. It's basically I'm telling you it's everywhere. It's everywhere where you get your, get your podcast. So subscribe. I mean, if we drop a, a playoff preview Monday night, uh, well, you would know.
And if you want to contact this podcast, uh, email me. The uh, email address for this show is mntwinschat, the number 48, at gmail.com. That is mntwinschat, the number 48, at gmail.com. Now, for my dad. His name is Craig Larson. So long, everybody. Everybody.